Welcome to episode 12 of A Tale of Two Singles. This week we have five very special guests and we can't wait for you to hear what they have to say. Enjoy! Hello, hello. How are you? Well, good day. Hey. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you? One, two, three, woo! Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I love that this is like our second slash third recording of saying hello because we panicked so much because we've not actually done this recording in such a long time. I know, we couldn't have had to say hello. It's very awkward. Yeah, no, a lot of them are quite creepy and I've been told that I sound creepy previously, so I'm very self-conscious of that now. (laughs) Thank you to whoever messaged saying that Geraldine sounds creepy. (laughs) Yeah, you've caused me a lot of issues. A lot of panic in the initial parts of the podcast now. <laughs> so we're on episode 12. I know, can you believe it? That's pretty amazing. We always say that actually. We're like, I can know. you believe we're here? Clearly, week by week, clearly we don't we, know if we're going to make it yeah, to the next one. <laughs> yeah, we never do. So thank you for writing in and giving us the encouragement that yeah. we need to keep doing it. Yes, we really appreciate all the emails we've been getting, everyone who's been following us on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. at A Tale of Two Singles. We love it. Please keep sending us your thoughts. Yeah, honestly, when we hear from you guys, it just makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Because otherwise, we sometimes feel like (laughs) raving lunatics with a microphone. (laughs) Not even a microphone, just a phone. A phone. (laughs) Um, How have your last few weeks been? Yeah, they've been fairly normal. But um, I think, well, I moved house actually. So I'm now in a new house, which is really lovely. That's where we are right now. Where we are, yeah, exactly. In the new home with a great roommate. Always great. Love the roommate. Yeah, so doing really well. Good. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks too. Haven't moved house, but still enjoying my house. Yeah. I've had a few weekends away. Went away with you a few weeks ago. Yes, we did. That was very fun. Had a weekend in Leeds. Yeah, which was really fun. Met up with our two Amy's. Yes, and we need to give a special shout out to them because in this episode, um, it's part one of a three-part series, we think, where we interviewed five um, guys about singleness and dating from their perspective in the church and Amy and Amy kindly gave up a morning to us yeah. so we could do the interviews while on our holidays. So. I know, so thank you ladies. Thank you have enabled them. this next few podcasts. Yes, if they're terrible that. it's your fault. I know, but Leeds was really fun. It was. Do you want to tell them about how you rejected a man's meat? <laughs> <laughs> yes I do, because that was valid. We were at a like Brazilian. Brazilian eatery place where they come around with the meat on the sticks. Never been to one of those before. And um, I didn't want what the man was offering. I didn't want his meat. So. <laughs> there was like a lot of sass going on. He had his mask on, but there was a lot of eye contact. There was a lot of eye sass. Yeah. But I kind of appreciated that. I think that. he felt personally rejected. And he just kept coming back with different meats. <laughs> just kept sending him away. <laughs> we don't want your yeah. meat. And then we asked for lamb and lamb was the one meat he never bought. Yeah. I know, so he's only got himself to blame that we rejected yeah. his meat. <laughs> Has anything else exciting happened that our listeners are going to want to hear about? No. 
We saw Katie. <laughs> oh my word, yeah, we did. Actually, that's a huge sign, isn't it? Um, yeah, we shouted out to Katie. And then Geraldine was a bit worried that she maybe overhyped her and she was going to be disappointed. But you yeah. said she was still a solid 10. Oh, yeah, still an absolute solid 10. Great so, time. That was good. Great time. Um, although I introduced you to some of my other friends and you said they were 12. So. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> On this recording, that's going to be edited. No, keep playing. <laughs> Okay, so will we tell them what we're going to be doing, what questions yeah. we asked? So we had seven questions that we asked the guys and we got so much information from them that we've decided to do it in different parts. So this week, you're going to get the answers to the first three questions mm-hmm. that we asked. Yes, so we asked, these are our questions, yeah. some of these were sent in by some of you, so thank you so much for sending in questions. Yeah. Um, our first question was, do guys talk about the people that they fancy in the church? We know women do, but yeah. do guys. Um, second one, do you feel any pressure being a single guy in the church? Do you feel a sense of there being something wrong with you for being single? And question number three, have you ever thought you might not end up getting married? Yeah, and these were all great questions, and we had great answers. Yeah, so, without further ado, let's hand it over to the guys. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. So, in your experience in the church, do guys talk about girls that they fancy? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Yes. In guy-to-guy conversations, it does not very often come up. I have one good, uh, also single friend, and yeah, I I talk about him with uh, girls which I think or he thinks are are, uh, cute or, or, I don't know, dating material. That's not not a good word, but, but, but not that much, to be honest. It's only really my closest friends who would actually open up and say how they feel about someone. But I think a lot of guys would just be reluctant to kind of open up. Do guys talk about the people that they fancy in the church? Yeah, we do. And I think one of the challenges I guess with that is doing it in a honoring way. I think I've uh, established with um, girls that I've spoken to that this is probably a big difference between uh, Mm -hmm. men and women in the church is that Mm -hmm. it's very much for women I think a a, a big topic of conversation. Um, I think it's the opposite certainly for me and my male friends particularly male friends in the church we very rarely talk about that kind of thing and if we do it's a passing comment before we talk about something else. If you ask people out on dates, do you ask people out on dates? And if you do, what actually prompts you to do that? Not really. So I was one of those people who was like, okay, I just want to only ever date the person that I think I'm going to marry. And it'd be Mm. ideal if like, I just, you know, go through the dating thing once. That would be Mm -hmm. successful. Mm. Um, Obviously that that has not eventuated. I think like my perspective has definitely changed. Mm-hmm. over the last probably year or so partially thanks to you guys I can give you credit for that as I think about the issues but um yeah I reckon in my previous relationship I definitely took the whole dating thing way too too seriously mm-hmm. in terms of just like putting it far too close to a marriage commitment mm-hmm. when it isn't it is not that yeah I think that um 
going for a coffee or a walk or a drink or a bike mm. ride or whatever it might be with a girl will then make me the topic of conversation the next time they meet up mm. makes the whole date just a lot more pressured um which i think is one of the reasons well that's the main reason i think a guy would hesitate asking yeah girl, which okay. i think is a shame because it, it stops them just legitimately and naturally getting to know a girl mm -hmm. yeah do you feel any pressure being a single guy in the church does that ever feel like oh there must be something wrong with me because everyone's married and i'm single Ooh, um pressure definitely but not that there's something wrong with me i just think it feels like people are watching if that makes sense in my church um I was there last Sunday with a female friend of mine and I was there two weeks ago with another female friend of mine mm -hmm. and both times people were asking uh, me or someone that I knew uh, who is it uh, is it this girlfriend are they dating that kind of questions and mm -hmm. I even heard uh, someone that said oh well uh, he's he's come with two girls to church already what's going on uh yeah people talk do you feel any pressure being a single guy in the church i think at university yes because mm. it's unavoidable and i really hate saying negative i really dislike saying negative things about churches but i do think that there is a negative culture amongst student communities at some churches that i've been to to varying degrees but i think that a lot of them have this in common and that's subconscious a lot of students arrive at university thinking that they're going to meet their future mm. partner and mm. i think that uh, they then look at second third years fourth years who are basically already married <laughs> who met in their first year and then a lot i think i went to two different churches during my time at university and in both cases the uh, student pastors were a married couple who were quite young who got married shortly after university so there you go there's your expectation you look mm -hmm. at leaders in the church and you look at people in the church and you think this is what i need to aim for which is a brilliant thing however when it comes to dating marriage relationships and the time frames mm -hmm. that they of, of of all of that mm -hmm. i think that the the church subliminally or in some cases overtly puts a lot of pressure on young christians yeah. um to get together and i think something you've spoken about in a previous podcast is this stigma about being single which the church creates um like single people not getting invited to certain things or even just the language of you're so lovely why are you single mm -hmm. is one of the most stupid and harmful things you can say to somebody because there's lots of legitimate reasons why someone mm. is single at that one moment in time and mm -hmm. you're basically not only are you are you belittling them but you're purveying this arrogance that I'm assuming the person asking that question is in a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, they're sort of, it's so arrogant to just decide that you're better than them because you're in a relationship. Ooh. Um, do I feel pressure in single? I think I, I probably put pressure on myself, but I don't mm -hmm. think there is necessarily a, a kind of overwhelming pressure from the church. I think there's, for me personally, there, I feel kind of very assured by the people around me that it's like, well, like, if it's right, it will come um, and the right people will come along. 
I would not have done university or survived university without being part of the church. I'm so mm. grateful for the support a church gave me. But unfortunately, I just did see quite a lot of things that made me feel a bit uncomfortable. And if, if anything, discouraged me from asking certain girls out and pursuing yeah. relationships because I thought all of a sudden this pressure is going to come on to me. And so I'm, I might just leave it until I leave university. Mm. On one hand, I think it's good for people to like date. But then on the other hand, uh, when it's when church community ends up being a place where gossip just thrives in a way, um, it's hard to then date casually. From from my own like personal experience, I think thinking about um, coming from a different or having a different race as well is something that sort of mm. affected the way that I kind of uh, went around thinking about dating as well and questioned about whether um, that was something that someone would consider dating me who was somewhat of a different mm. race. When you do get rejected from asking people out, mm -hmm. um, it does make you question about why you're single. Yeah. Have you ever considered that you might not ever get married? Um, I mean, it's a possibility, but I uh, no, actually, if I'm honest. I think on one hand, I thought that I could be single for quite a while and be happy with it. And then I think on the other hand, I think just because of what I got used to and even church culture in a way, you think, oh, one day I will get married and I'll mm -hmm. have children. and. Mm -hmm. and, and live a nice life whatever a nice life is but um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and have you ever thought that you might not end up getting married uh, um, I mean it's definitely crossed my mind but mm -hmm. equally like it's something that I very much desire and I think God will definitely cause people to sing on this mm -hmm. um, but also Paul's quite clear in in some of the letters that he writes like if if you've got a desire to get married and <laughs> do it. <laughs> Have you ever thought that maybe you won't get married, that you'll be single forever? Well, I see that as two different questions. Mm. Um, maybe I won't be single forever. I guess I will not be single forever. But the question is, do, do I want to get married? Mm. And I know it's in church, it's like, well, if you're together with someone, you're gonna marry eventually because that's are the rules. If you want to get married, married, that's fine. but. I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know if I want to give $10,000 to a special day <laughs> just to make people happy that you are <laughs> married or something. No. Have you ever considered that you might not ever get married? Yes, definitely. And I'm still considering it. I think it's definitely a, a toss up and the per kind of person I am at the moment, I don't imagine that. I am currently the kind of person that I could be in a marriage. Like if I was to get married, I'd have to change, mm -hmm. um, which I guess is the same to some extent for everyone, but possibly I would just need to change more than most people. Because <laughs> I love being single and it's great. And I really enjoy the freedom and the individuality that I have. Yay, that's such a positive statement about singleness. Joking, yes. your eyes just lit up. <laughs> So have you, when you think maybe you wouldn't get married, would that be like not getting married by choice? Yeah, I think it would be, choice is definitely a big part of it for the moment. I think I'm most effective and most happy as a human being being single. So 
I love that. I yeah. love listening to that again, actually. Love ending on a high as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. So good, this is great. It is. And I think, I yeah, I really appreciate that. And I do remember him saying that at the time and being like, yes. So That's, good. Yeah. Um, I feel like what I loved about these interviews, and you'll catch that in the next episodes we do as well, is that mm. there's like actually a di- a big diversity of opinions yeah. and perspectives which is just really helpful I felt like I learned a lot from all the guys yeah. when we were talking to them so definitely really great. and actually I think what's like really intriguing is that we've only interviewed five guys so that's such a tiny tiny proportion yeah. of like the male representative within the church as well mm. so and even like between those five guys there was quite well there were differences yeah. in their opinions and different things which is so really you saying that this is not 100% scientific and representative of all men in the church <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry you five guys but I don't think you can claim it <laughs> okay so if you had to pick one thing that really jumped out to you yeah what would you say so one like just listening again I think like one of the things that really like two things that really intrigued me was the amount that the guys were talking about gossiping mm. and pressure yeah and how those are like off putters actually for even beginning to like approach a relationship yeah or even try and date somebody i know i found it such a shame when one of the guys was saying like that he didn't ask people out or it was it put him off even asking people out because of the level of pressure and expectation in the church and yeah. the kind of pressure of timescales we will meet and marry at university when that's such an unrealistic expectation for most yeah of us yeah i know it really is like it's such a short period of your life it's like what three four years max really and i'm so different now yeah and like at like the time where you're forming like you've literally just left home you've maybe done a gap you're maybe done a few bits of working things Mm. and then you're at uni with like a whole new world of people like whole new experiences you're learning you're developing maybe living alone like from home for the first time like that's the season to like have fun and date have fun and date not get worried and bogged down on getting married yeah yeah and it was very interesting what they were also saying about feeling like they're being watched like Mm, the sense of you're on show especially because there's less of yeah single guys that you've sent me a funny instagram post which Probably by the time you listen to this, we will have shared on Instagram <laughs> of like Christian women when a new single guy yeah. the church comes and just like <laughs> we're all ready to pounce. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I think that that I think that's something that I find really intriguing is like the gossiping culture mm. and like that being and that being an offput. So like guys being like, actually, I don't really want to ask this girl like, because I don't want to be the next topic of conversation. Yeah. And I think, mm, to a degree, that, that maybe that does happen, but I I don't think that that girls... Nece- I don't think all girls necessarily do that all the time, actually. we. Have I think a- it's often the people around them, right? Because yeah. I am very private. I wouldn't... Like, if I was going yeah. on a date with someone, I wouldn't tell everyone at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither would I. <laughs> We're all different. <laughs> but, yeah, that kind of culture. But it's interesting, because it must say something in the Bible about not gossiping, right? Not having an idle tongue or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. You've got the funny theology degree. Come on. <laughs> well, I can tell you the exact reference point from that. I don't need to know because I don't gossip. Yeah. <laughs> no, that yeah, was really interesting. Yeah. The thing that stood out to me, can I change the subject a little yes, bit? Yes, please. Um, is when we asked about if you've ever considered that you won't get married, mm. I felt like all of the guys either hadn't considered it 
or they considered it but be very much from a position of choice yes whereas I think most of my Christian single female friends Mm -hmm. especially like in their late 20s 30s will have considered that they won't get married because they won't meet a Christian guy to marry yeah and I think that was actually like a that's a really stark difference for me actually Mm. is just that like a, a huge amount of women I think would would like question like will I actually never get married because there just isn't the availability that opportunity might not come up yeah um I know that I've definitely had yeah, those thoughts me too for sure and but it is really intriguing that the guys were like if they were like if they had considered singleness it's because they would actively choose it not because there might not be someone to marry yeah or find yeah. somebody so interesting and I guess that that kind of maybe explains why there is this culture of like feeling a bit like you're being watched and pressure yeah any of that that comes from single women might be because single women have less choices <laughs> yeah I know oh my word I know there's like because there is like I, mean, I know we've spoken about this before but like the disparity in numbers because mm. that is a big thing in like I don't know maybe that does cause women when there seems to be like well I guess as we get older as well sorry guys you can like shout at me later but like the but just I think in your 30s in particular it's hard to find guys who you would want to be dating who are single yeah because especially in the Christian world because sometimes they get get married quite young that actually I don't know if I'm gonna stand by that do you think that's true I think just from sheer, like, yes, the older you get, the more guys, obviously, more people have got married. Yeah. Or the more people have, like, stories and how things just become more complicated as you're older. Yeah, that's true. Which I think is in life in general. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I would be more complicated than when I was 21. Oh, my word. I'm definitely more complicated. <laughs> I had a discussion with my mum the other night, actually, and she was like... Yeah, I can imagine, like, being in your 30s, you really know yourself, so then, like, having to give, like, or, like, compromise a bit more could be quite difficult. With your mum, did you say? Yeah. Oh. I was having a dating chat with my mum. <laughs> oh, classic. We need to get her back on the podcast. <laughs> okay, anything else you want to pick up from that? Please, everyone, send us, like, your thoughts, your yeah. comments, anything you want us to follow up on. I think we're just scraping the surface we yeah, have loads we more are. content to bring you from these guys so yeah we do i just think um i think these initial ones would be really intriguing in mm. i've actually really appreciated the variety of different answers yeah because i think that just helps it's a really helpful reminder that everyone is so unique and different in actually what the like kind of encounter or experience you've had with one person does not represent the entire mm. population yeah and I think that's really key to remember and I think definitely like a massive thank you as well to these guys because it sounds like actually for a lot of them this isn't something that they talk about much with their friends so really appreciate them volunteering yeah to give their perspectives and yeah hopefully you guys have appreciated listening to them too yeah so um yeah that was round one yeah we hope you've enjoyed yes um do drop us an email at taleofteasingers at gmail.com yeah instagram us facebook us Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, share yeah, with your friends. We love it. And um, yeah, we've got some great questions coming up as well and future episodes all planned. Yes. Which so is exciting. exciting. Including in the next episode, a very special guest yeah. that we will be revealing Ooh. more about soon. Very excited. 
We're going to leave you with some final thoughts from one of our guys. Yeah. One of our guys? <laughs> yeah, I know we've claimed them. <laughs> they don't know that they've been claimed, but they yeah. do now. They've listened to this. <laughs> one of our trusted interviewees. Yeah. So enjoy and speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Also, here's, here's a question for you guys. Do you think that because there's less, like proportionally less guys in the church than girls, that the guys should feel more obligated to then, you know, ask girls out and get married to, you know, make sure that less women miss out on, you know, many women just des- desire to get married and don't have the opportunity compared to the number of guys. So then all, all guys should get married.